Hello and welcome to Beatles Therapy. I'm your host, Brett Bessa. So, welcome back. If you found yourself here, again, thank you for coming back to hear from there. If this is your first episode, I recommend you go back and listen to our pilot episode. In the introductory part, I sort of gave a little bit of a roadmap as to where this whole thing is headed. So today you're going to be hearing our second Tell Me Why segment with Sydney Bessa. Now, if you're an astute listener, you might notice our two last names are the same. And that's because Sydney is my little sister. And I appreciate that she did this podcast. Now, a little bit more of some disclaimers here. In the background, you can hear our dog, Athena. She's a puppy. She's very cute, but she's also very loud. We tried our best to not get her so much on the recording, but... It happens. I do apologize for that. Please try to listen through. Um, this is a little bit more of a shorter interview, but I just wanted to keep content coming out here. Now, speaking of content, I did say in the introduction to our last episode that I am an amateur, and I stand by that. As a due consequence of that, there's some upsides and some downsides that come with that. The upside is I'm very passionate about what I do, and I'm doing this only because I love doing podcasts and I love the Beatles. Now, the downsides of that are maybe the production values aren't going to be quite up to what you hear on a traditional NPR-style podcast. I apologize about that. Hopefully in the future I get better equipment and actually get a recording studio of some sort. But for now, I'm just speaking into the microphone that I have. For that, I apologize, but I hope you stick with me. The second disclaimer that I have is that because I'm doing this as a passion project, I commit to no firm release schedule uh, right now. Normally, with most podcasts, you'll get regular episodes. I would like to do this, but however, considering this is not my full-time job, I cannot in good conscience commit to that. So, episodes will come out in random intervals until I note otherwise. Now, the next episode that will come out will begin our regular segment proper, which are the song-by-song breakdowns. I haven't come up with a uh, title of a Beatles song to fit to that to uh, make it all cheeky and punny, but... I'm sure I'll think of something here pretty quick. As I mentioned last time, the first song I will break down is I Saw Her Standing There. Very astute listeners will notice that that is not a single which chronologically came out first, and that is true. Now, I'm going to explain what I'm going to do here. I'm going to go through the album track list chronologically. Now, the first singles that were released before Please Please Me were on the album. As such, I don't think it would be worth drawing those out to review and then having to go through and do that track list, it would just create an out-of-order element that I don't find would be particularly compelling in a podcast format. Now, when singles are released between albums with non-album tracks, we will review the non-album tracks. So, for instance, the single From Me to You comes out after Please Please Me, but before with the Beatles. So, after the Please Please Me recap episode, we will start doing From Me to You, and then we'll move on through the singles until we hit the next album. But if the single has an album track on it, we'll leave out the album track and only review any non-album tracks to come before the album itself. Makes sense? I hope so. All right. Well, without any further ado, here is Tell Me Why with Sydney Bessa.
So, uh, Sydney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, so usually to kick these things off, what I like to do is kind of go back to a beginning. Okay. What is the first time you actually do remember hearing the Beatles? Um, okay. It was you, me, and dad, and mom, and Allie, and I think we had just gotten our new record player, and we all sat in the living room, and that's kind of one of the vivid memories. That and when dad used to have his iPod Classic, he'd always play... um, The love soundtrack, right? Yes. Yeah. And I just got so used to the way those, those songs flowed together, and then it was weird when I'd hear them not that way. Yeah, I remember we uh, one of the first times with the record player we listened to the White Album. Do you remember yeah, that at all? I think so. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, because I didn't know what it was. Because you're like, oh, it's a Beatles album. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's just white. Like, I don't... <laughs> That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's, you know, the White Album is a really good place to start. I remember my junior year of high school, my history professor mm-hmm. uh, would play the Beatles in the mornings. And so before class would start and I had him first hour. So what I would remember asking him is, you know, some of his experiences with the Beatles and he would say, yeah, he liked the early stuff, and he used to play that a lot. But his favorite was the White Album, because mm. he remembered that came out when he was in college. And him and Mr. Luker, the English teacher who was upstairs, they were buddies in college. And what they used to do is go together, uh, get stoned, and listen to the White Album. Wow. Yeah. So Amazing. I love how they tell you that junior year. Oh, hey, I got stoned and listened to the White Album. <laughs> Mr. Richards is pretty cool. It's why he was... Mr. Richards? Yeah. Still, still one of my favorite teachers. He's no longer there, sadly. But for me, it took me a while to warm up to the White Album. Isn't the birthday song on the White Album? Birthday, yeah. That's on the White Album. It's my birthday, too, yeah. Yeah, but that kicks off side three or disc two, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah. Usually, something I like to touch on is, do you have a favorite album out of the entire... I do. You do? Okay. I think I know what the answer is. but It's Rubber Soul. Why is that? Oh, my favorite song is on that album, Mm -hmm. Michelle. Uh, Also, Nowhere Man. I just, I really like the sound of it. It's very relaxed. Mm -hmm. Other than, like, the quote-unquote poppy feel with, like, help and maxwell silver hammer and all of that so it doesn't quite have the yeah so it doesn't quite have the poppy feel of some of those it's a little bit slowed Mm -hmm. down it's a little bit more relaxed yeah and i like that i like slower music too i don't know it's just and i feel like it means more than a lot of their other songs because the poppier is like help and then maxwell silver hammer again it just doesn't really have like a meaning yeah that's definitely a, a, a lot of criticism that Paul McCartney gets is on that song, which is kind of silly and doesn't really mean a whole lot. It's still a good song. I love that song. I love that song, too. It's my favorite. So you said Michelle is your favorite song. Mm -hmm. Now, just to let people know, Sydney's a little bit of a Francophile, so she likes anything French. Yes. So hence Michelle being her favorite song. But do you have, beyond that, a little bit more of a connection to that song? Or is there something that speaks to you about that? Or do you just, just like... I just love how a part of that song is in French. 
I mean, you don't really are like, hmm, I'm going to make a song and I'm going to put a half of it in French. Especially when you're an English band. Yeah. Yeah. In 1965, that's that's that was a big risk they took. Yeah, I don't know any other songs by any other artists that speak a different language. There are a few that eke out into the to the popular music landscape, but it's rare. Yeah, especially because the Beatles are such a household name mm-hmm. that you would never think that oh, that's something we should do. Right. And I just the, like the little um, Michelle, Ma, just like the way it's just very simple. It's uh, it's melodic. It's mm-hmm. it's a, it's a little bit like a lullaby, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I would say so. Sorry about that, folks. You can hear Athena the dog there. She likes the Beatles too. That's why she's barking. She's so excited. She wants to sing along. That's <laughs> yeah. that's. She's trying to say Michelle, but she doesn't know English. She only barks. <laughs> so. So you've mentioned your favorite, Michelle is your favorite Beatles song. Do you have, mm-hmm. uh, can, you, can you give me like one or two more just so we can get a, a glimpse about what it is you like about them? You've mentioned Nowhere Man. but with And it, Norwegian Wood. So all three of those. Yeah. We'd count those as like three of your favorites? Yes. Yeah. Sydney likes Rubber Soul. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, hey, you've got good taste. It's a great album. I know I have good taste. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Something I wanted to get your perspective on. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit about me. I'm not exactly what one would call hip and with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing a podcast about the Beatles. Um, I'm not too much into... I mean, into... doing a podcast is kind of hip, but about the Beatles, um, Fair enough. it's different. <laughs> it, it is different. Um, but I'm not exactly into really what a lot of people would consider new mainstream, mainstream music, top 40, however you want to describe it. Mm-hmm. Not my thing. Mm-hmm. Also not very into, you know, uh, young people's culture. <laughs> young people's? Yeah. I think you fall under that category as well. I think technically, but temperamentally, there's room for debate, I think. Okay. So, would you agree? Is this an accurate assessment? No, it's completely accurate. Okay, good. I just want to make sure I'm not crazy no, there. No, you're not. So what I have a hard time gauging Mm -hmm. is what do people your age and people like you think about the Beatles? Now, you're a bit more of a fan, but maybe someone like your friends who's not quite into them or doesn't have a family member that's so crazy obsessed. Mm -hmm. For instance, I when Revolver, the album turned 50 in... uh, earlier last year, I was reading an article, Mm -hmm. and the article said that, and it was written from the perspective of an older person who, you know, was around when they were first popular, Mm -hmm. and they said that, you know, the Beatles may be passe with younger culture. Younger people might get tired of older people going on and on and on about how great their music was and that Mm -hmm. the Beatles were passe. Do you think amongst you and your friends that the Beatles are passe? Or, like, uncool? Um, are they cheesy or are they kind of cool uh, and kind of like a retro? I do have some friends that don't like the Beatles, but they listen to like Top 40. They're not very branching out type of people. I think that it does have a very, very different sound than Top 40. So I could see people being like, oh, this is kind of weird. I don't like it. It's. 50s and 60s and 60s and 70s, sorry, um, music, and I'm not digging it. But I also do know people who were raised kind of like us, where 
Beatles were just the thing. Like, we just grew up listening to that and the Rolling Stones and everything else. And all of those people do like the Beatles. I think it's just kind of how you're exposed to it. I feel like the later you're exposed to it, the less likely you are to like it, I guess. Hmm, you think? That makes any sense. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I mean, amongst when I was still in school, the Beatles were pretty cool. And I don't know if that's just a... I think it's more of a, oh... I listen to the Beatles, and then it's kind of like, oh, like what are you? What are your favorite songs? I like Hey Jude a lot. It's kind of like, it's not a oh, bad song. well, no, no, I'm not saying it's a bad song. It's like you know, you're, oh, you're, you're such, a, you're such a fan. Name like five of their songs, type of thing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, look at me, I like the Beatles, and then you kind of try to have a conversation about it, and they don't know as much. But I guess we're kind of blessed in the way that we do know a lot. We are pretty blessed, I must, yeah. I must say. So the Beatles are sort of famous for having the uh, their archetypes, you know, Paul was the cute one, John was the smart one, you know, that blah, 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 that whole mm-hmm. thing. So do you have a favorite Beatle? <sighs> I don't want to be basic, but I'd have to go with John. Okay. Because he's John Lennon. Mm-hmm. I like, well, I like them all. Well, Except yeah. for George, I don't, I don't <gasps> see. <laughs> Is he your favorite Beatle? I, I can't have a favorite Beatle. Yeah, at this that's point. what I'm saying. Like, okay, see so how Paul, he's basically like the brains of the Beatles. That's how I kind of see him. I see him mm. as the, one of the, like, if well, I had to rank them on? in, like, famous, I think it would go Paul, John, Ringo, George. Yeah, but you said Paul was the brains of the group. Could you expand on that a little bit and tell me why you think that? I mean, I don't know if he wrote most of the songs or was that John or whatever. But when I think of the Beatles, it's the first person I think of. And I think of, oh, Mm -hmm. Paul McCartney, right. Okay. Do you think that's just a function of him still being around and active or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously your favorite song is a Paul song. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he was. He's not very in the media either so yeah i mean he um, um he pops up on you know uh, rolling stone every once in a while doing yeah. something or i other. mean ringo's still alive and you don't really hear about him either well i mean he got inducted into the rock hall in 2015 okay besides that okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> Um, and I suppose I'm looking for it a little bit more. So my ability to be objective about that, it's slightly compromised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you said John was your favorite Beatle. Could you go into a little bit more about why that is? Do you relate more ge- generally? Generally, do you relate more to the songs he wrote? or I, I liked him. I mean, I just kind of like, like him as a person. Mm-hmm. Even though there's some things people have said about John Lennon that would make someone not like him. Such as? Um, I mean, people are like, oh, I hate John Lennon. He, like, was abusive to Yoko Ono and all of that thing. Well, so I don't know if that's just fake news, quote-unquote, or... Well, would you like me to tell you yeah, as course. an Go informed ahead. Beatle person? So, John was never abusive to Yoko, or at least mm-hmm. she's never said as much. Yes. Cynthia Lennon, his first wife, did say that he did hit her once. Okay. Doesn't make it okay, but apparently he was contrite afterward and it never happened again. So what I think a lot of that comes down to is in the the, the song Getting Better, he had that lyric, I used to be cruel to my woman, I used to beat her and kept her apart from the things that she loved. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have taken that as autobiographical gospel. Mm. When, I mean, again, he did hit her once. That shit's not okay. Yeah. Like, no excuse for that. But it's not like he was a serial uh, abuser, abuser of women. Yeah. yeah, so. I mean, I. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah. it's the myth is out there. I mean, 
I've been to the Imagine Circle in uh, Central Park. I mean, that's pretty cool. I've been in the hotel where, well, the outside of the hotel. Yes, the Dakota. Um, I feel like he's the mm, he's the poster child for the Beatles, mm-hmm. and Paul's like the brains. Okay, that if makes that sense. makes any sense. But you mentioned going to the Imagine Circle. I think a lot of people are inspired by the message he tried to put out later in his mm-hmm. life. One of you know peace and love. Mm-hmm. Um, Very seventies. So. All right. Well, Sydney, thank you so much for appearing on the podcast today. Of I really course, appreciate thank you it. Thank for having me. All this right. is exciting. I've never done this before. Well, now you can say you've been interviewed on a podcast. Hello, hello. All right. Love you, Sid. <laughs> Love you, too.